Greetings to the Battery Pack. This is Travis with the Pop Culture Podcast brought to you by Broken Battery. That is the Broken Battery Pop Culture Podcast. Back after a one-week hiatus because we had to get our shit together. Why, and, and don't lie. <laughs> we don't have our shit together. And along with me is my co-pilot, the Duke of Pop Culture himself, the bearded wonder, the one, the only, Joseph. Duke now? Yeah, well, you got a lot of titles. You are a, you are a Scottish uh, a Scottish lord. You did buy that one square foot of property in Scotland. Yeah, it's paying off. It is. He the problem is he Joe thinks he has prima nocturne now. Nocturne now, so you can go over there like uh, anybody standing on that spot's mine <laughs> for the night. You better not get married. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, we're really happy to be back. Um, and we want to apologize to the battery pack because we were not here for you last week. And we're going to work on that. We're going to work damn hard on that. That never happens again. But, Joe, you know what? This time of year is one of my favorite times of year. You want to know why? Because you love pumpkin spice. I love, I'm a basic white chick. Uh, <laughs> no, it's getting close to my favorite holiday, Halloween. Uh, the best holiday ever. Fight me on it. I dare you. Anyway, but it's yeah. all right. It's all right. <laughs> oh man, no Thanksgiving and Halloween are my two favorite holidays. Yeah. Um, and broken battery until the end of October, we'll be focusing on all things macabre, scary, spooky, and maybe even fall themed. I don't know if we can get that in there. Maybe you know all the things that go bump in the night. All the all the and all the creatures of the night in the battery pack get along real well. So. This is to both those groups out there. Thanks for listening. We're going to jump right into our topic, but before we do, I'm going to do a spotlight. If you have not seen the movie Willy's Wonderland, do so. Starring Nicolas Cage, and the guy has the best dialogue out of any of the movies he's ever done. All of them? All of them. All of them? Including Mandy and Vampire's Kiss? Oh, Vampire's Kiss is really good. <laughs> um... Yes, it is. And once you watch it, you'll understand the joke. (laughs) But no, seriously, check it out. Willy's Wonderland, if you're a fan of the game, uh, Five Nights at Freddy's, it's basically that. They just couldn't call it Five Nights at Freddy's. Um, Yeah, it's about guy killer things that are like Chuck E. Cheese animatronics that go... They they kill people. And 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 it's fucking brutal. It's great. It's everything that... if If a movie was made in the 80s today... So, check it out. You won't be disappointed. Is it on any streaming services that we might not be able to mention? Or Oh, yeah, yeah, because we don't really want to mention those streaming services, you know? It's on something, though? I believe it is. It's on, I think it might Probably be. Probably got to pay for it. Yeah, and I know it's definitely on, you know, uh, LexCorp's uh, website. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> LexCorp. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to see Jeff Bezos show up in the Bezos suit. Painting <laughs> breaker, you're already flying around like Dr. Evil in a big cock-shaped spaceship. Anyway. It totally um, was. It was. <laughs> I just wanted to like go around with like five or six people and be like, do that bit from Austin Powers. They're like, oh, look at that. It looks like a giant. Wang, pay attention. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> 
But anyway, yeah, we're kicking off the the, hol- uh, the Halloween season now because I think it should cover at least two months in. And we wish I wish I would have started it sooner. Um, yeah, people just have to like go places and stuff. So. And, and do oh, that's a low blow. I haven't taken a vacation in three years, man. Well, I mean, I went on vacation too. <laughs> he did. I got to the point. He got. He got to the point. How was it? Did you get for Halloween? Yeah, no, not yet. Halloween does not start until next weekend. Oh, I gotta go. I have to go just for Halloween. We have the best uh, haunted houses down there in the area. I'll be going. Outstanding. Might be a broken battery field trip. Maybe. Well, we'll, we'll we will live stream from out front of Cedar Point. I mean, we've done it on the side of the road already, so we might as well do it there. You you hear the people screaming behind me. We're not causing it. <laughs> but anyway, we are going to... This was a topic that I thought of when I first conceived this show because this topic um, that we're going to be talking about today is, is... I think it's prevalent in a lot of genres, but horror movies especially. Um, as you know... They really don't have any new like iconic slashers that have came out in the last like lately. Like you think you think of slashers, you think shit from the eighties and late seventies. Yeah, they had they had a couple. Well, I mean, they tried with the uh, I know what you did last summer. Yeah, but, it just didn't uh, but get, I mean, get... it was a it was like a faceless uh, thing, and then what was the other one? Uh, Scream. They tried to do it with. The... Yeah, it, well, it revitalized horror, though. I yeah. mean, Scream did, but yeah. um, we're not talking about. Um, you know, newer slashes and how they need to happen. We that's a different topic in of itself that we're going to handle later. We are going to be talking about these epic franchises like the Nightmare on Elm Street and uh, Friday the Thirteenth. How there's always that one movie that just does not fit. <laughs> it doesn't fit. It's weird. It's usually bad. Um, and you know, it just and we're, we'll rattle them off and you know what it's like and subscribe to the show if you like the content we're pushing out we would love uh we would love your feedback on this and if we miss anything just tell us but don't be nasty i've gotten a couple nasty emails um yeah it's okay you can be nasty all you want so anyway um first day on the internet track first, uh, oh i know it's it's no man's land it's, it's, it's dmz <laughs> and if you're you know fuck your feelings <laughs> <laughs> so we are going to be looking at this, and now, obviously, Halloween, the, the franchise Halloween, it, everybody thinks of that when they think about Halloween, right? Yes. And Michael Myers has to be one of the coolest slashers there is because he's quiet. You don't see his face. Oh, you do at the end of the first one, but kind of, like, not really. It's in shadows and stuff. Right. But He's efficient. He's very efficient. And he doesn't complain. Like, he would be the ideal person to have, like, working at LexCorp's, um, you know, packing plant. He'd just be, like, there, like, lone stuff. He'd be like, he just does everything. He walks really monotonously. And if something happens. And, happened, like, instead of, like, taking a break, he just stands there. And he just stands there for years. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we're talking about the original John Carpenter um, series. Because there's, like, three different timelines for Halloween. But, again, that's for a future episode that's going to be happening this month. Um the Halloween was originally envisioned by John Carpenter to be an anthology series about different movies. So, like, but the thing was, Michael Myers was such a like such a good part of it. Such, that it didn't. Yeah, it didn't because so that's kind of what made this first entry on our list um, be so weird. And it's Halloween three. Yes, and I hate this movie. Oh yeah, I take that back. I don't hate it. I think I dislike it because that stupid. Um, 
Three more days till Halloween. Halloween. That stupid Silver Shamrock uh, the, like, uh, costume company or mask company. Or yeah, the mask company. Yeah. that they, they, they did that. played that damn jingle throughout the entire movie and it gets stuck in your head. Well, I think that's the point, though. Yeah. Yes, but it's a fictional company. Fictional company, Joe. That's all right. I know. I know little people around here that you know run around singing jingles for uh, medications and stuff. <laughs> so, um, but no, um, it was uh, the movie. The movie had no reference to Michael Myers whatsoever. No, none at all. None at all. And then they kind of just picked it up on the fourth movie with the return of Michael Myers. But let's face it. I, Everything past three, it just got – it was just not as good. The first two are amazing. I, I absolutely love the first two Halloweens. Three is just there. <laughs> it's just kind of like Season yeah. of the Witch. And um, Yeah, actually, the first time I saw it, I was like, this doesn't even make any sense. We're like, where, where is Michael Myers? <laughs> I know. And, and – and it was about like evil pagans or something like that. They were gonna like kill all the kids with, I don't know, was there circuitry inside of the masks or something? No, I, I think that the I think that the premise of it was that it was they were some there was a was it a it was a latex mask, and it, uh, it I don't know was it like chemicals or something that just made people go crazy or was it cursed it was cursed or something like that because they they're i mean again like season of the witch didn't make any sense as the title either because there weren't witches and i mean if you go the pagan aspect but it was a dude it was this dude and he was I, oh you know what okay we're missing we're missing the whole thing right here uh each of these masks contained a fragment of Stonehenge implanted <laughs> in its trademark microchip. Yeah. The pizza Stonehenge? Like yep, they're gonna that's, notice that's, what, chip. That, that's what they're saying. There was a there is a there was a stone inside of it which activated with the microchip that they put inside of it. Yeah. Oh well. It's been a while since I've seen this movie. It's, it's just probably a reason why. Yeah, no, I mean it was it wasn't good. It wasn't good, and it, it got um, oh geez, uh, what who is the lead in it? He's in all the horror movies. Like he, John Carpenter used him for everything because he was in The Fog, which is a great freaking movie. Um, Are you talking about Tom Atkins? Yeah, Tom Atkins. Tom Atkins. It was like, hey, there's a horror movie in the '80s. I'm gonna be in it. I'm gonna be in it because I got my trademark mustache. <laughs> Third most famous mustache mustache out there. The other one's Geraldo Rivera, and then and and you know Magnum Tom Selleck. <laughs> oh yeah. Wow. Oh, no. Let's put let's put Tom Selleck ahead of them. Yeah. Well, Geraldo's right after him. Yeah. I would say Geraldo's mustache is a little more iconic than Tom Atkins's. <laughs> and then there's John Waters. Geraldo looks like he's about to start tying like ladies to like railroad tracks. Yeah. <laughs> 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 With a cane and a monocle. Yes, and it like somehow has like a, t a dog that around him at all times, kind of snickering to itself. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was that was uh, that's the most prevalent one that I can think of, Joe. Like it just didn't make sense. Um, I think okay. So you do you have any you can think of off the top of your head? I, I mean, I have some. Um, 
<laughs> I know. It's so it's so there, there, I mean, I don't know. There's more there's more just one off like failure bad movies that we you know you could go into than there's just the bad the bad movie that was great when it comes to Halloween or horror movies and stuff right. like that. Which we will cover. Yeah. Um I mean but these are just like the oddballs. Like, uh, for instance, was it uh, Friday the 13th? I think it was uh, a new chapter. And I think it was number four. Okay. And you know, Jason Voorhees isn't in this one either. He, yeah, he. No, it was the paramedic. Uh, it was the, the, the ambulance driver that was going around killing people. Right. And I mean, I, you know, he had it had Tommy Jarvis in it, but I just showed you that Tommy Jarvis has the worst luck when dealing with fucking serial killers. <laughs> like, hey, okay, so yeah, we're gonna go with this. We're gonna and the thing was Friday the Thirteenth wasn't set up as an anthology. It purposely followed around Jason Voorhees. So hey, let's not put him in this movie. <sighs> okay, we get it. So yeah, I'm done with that one. I, I don't have much to say about it. It, it wasn't good. I, I can't remember it. He had the masks, though, right? He No, that was the one before that. That Tommy Jarvis was made masks. And that was the first time. time that was when Corey Feldman sh uh, showed up. He was playing him. Okay. It did a time jump in number four. I think it's four or five. It, it's it's a, a new chapter. Okay. Um, and, and that which was followed by the final chapter. Yes. A new chapter. And then it goes into the final chapter. And then into seven more movies. <laughs> and space. <laughs> and a fight with Freddy. Um, All while wearing a goalie mask. Oh, well, yeah. But then he got an upgrade when he became a powerful cyborg. Oh, yeah. We're, we're going to get You're into getting, We're getting ahead of ourselves. Yes, we are. Um, but all that stuff. Was we're going to have jump to shark moments for horror franchises. Oh, we too. are, dude. Joe, dude, <laughs> I wish I had a bell like ding, ding, ding. <laughs> like, like that. Like Joe just made us fail. Uh, so anyway, that's the square pick for the Friday the 13th franchise. Now we're going to go on to Nightmare on Elm Street. Part du. Part du. Because the first night on Elm Street scared the living shit out of me when I was little. Yeah. Uh, oh, man, I couldn't sleep. It was off. I mean, I was super young. And I mean, that was kind of the point. Oh, yeah. yeah. Good job, Wes Craven. <laughs> Rest in peace. Yeah, thanks a lot. <laughs> Almost shit my pants. <laughs> Almost. <laughs> you said you were really young. It probably happened very often. Uh, it did. Yeah. It did. You know, um, that's why I slept in a sleeping bag for the first seven years of my life. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Friday the 13th, I mean, try to say, Nightmare on Elm Street. We were just talking about. Yes. <laughs> Elm Street. I, I see your confusion. Potent potables. So, so, yeah, sometimes, sometimes when I go through these and I start talking about it, I start, I say the wrong, I say, say the wrong thing. The only one that I never get wrong is Nightmare on Elm Street. No. I, like the Halloweens and Friday the 13th. I'm like, well, uh, uh, I Nightmare on Elm Street because Freddy's such an iconic character. Yes, yes. And the thing is, is, I mean, he's got a serious MO. He dislikes kids. Right. And he kills them and he eats their souls. Right. Which is... Most likely, more often than not, high school kids. High school kids. Yeah. Which, you know, let's face it, most of them got it coming. <laughs> 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 no, seriously, though, he's an easy nibble monster. Um, and, well... All it is, is is him invading the dreams. That's what it is. That's, that's the premise between all these movies. Well, if he gets you in your dream, you're done. then you're donezo. You're donezo. No. And he, the problem is he can warp reality. Right. Like, you just turn anything. Like he turn well, No, I mean, he's not warping reality. He's warping your dream. Yeah, the right. reality around you at that time. Right. Yeah. No. Um, he comes into your dream, it becomes lucid, and then he takes you out. He takes you out. Joe, that was like... 
that was expert explanation. Yes. Play by play by Joe on horror movies. Um, so one of these movies just don't fit. One of the is not like the others. No. So and that's number two. Um, in this one, he and, ca- and it's I, you know it's not really ironic that it's you know number two because this one is a pile of it's shit. Yeah, this is. I think I've seen it once. I've watched the other ones multiple times. Yeah, I think it was the inspiration for uh, the Fresh Prince uh, song uh, "Nightmare on My Street." Street. Yeah. Yes, I think it was the inspiration for it because it came out right around the same time. Yep. And in this one, Freddie wanted to possess a body. He wanted to possess Nancy's boyfriend. Nope. It's, oh, not Nancy's, it Nancy? it's not Nancy's boyfriend. It, oh. He moved into Nancy's house. House. Oh, that's what it was. Right. Yeah. And then he started having dreams, and Freddie came to him in the dreams and you know, wanted to take yeah. over his body. Right. And, and he did it at some point, didn't he? Yes. Yes, he did. And yeah, nowhere else anywhere in any of the movies was that he, what he wanted to do because I think he just got his jollies by doing what he was doing. Yeah, he never went, you know, he he wanted to be in the dreams. I don't, his uh, corporal form was not. Uh, yeah, because if he got dragged into the real world and killed, then he's he, done. Yeah. So. Which I think happened. Yeah, it happened in number but six. But then he came out, came back again. Yes. Yeah, so like, to fight Jason. Yes. <laughs> no, no, because it said that he, he got forgotten about. Which apparently is the real way to kill something because they're not making money. Uh, uh, but okay. then he fought Jason right. and he took over someone's body in there. Yes. The best thing about that movie was the soundtrack. Oh, the soundtrack was sick. I liked the fight too. Yeah, it was alright. It, it was cool seeing them both on the same screen together. Sure. Yeah. I'm not. By no means am I saying it's a good flick, but I, I got, I got jollies from like watching those two hack each other to pieces. Um, but no, yeah. Uh, fr- Nightmare on Elm Street 2, what, what were you... Th- okay, Wes Craven. I know you directed that one, too, Wes Craven. I did Wes Craven? I don't know. Oh, let me see. <laughs> Real quick here. Directed by Jack Shoulder. Jack Shoulder? Jack Shoulder. Yep. Oh. And it was written by David Chaskin. <laughs> Jack Shoulder. <laughs> it's like the stupidest name ever. <laughs> Why would you name your kid Jack if you're first off? How do you get the last name Shoulder? Okay, I mean, did you shorten it? Was it like Shoulder? I mean, shoulder. it's S H O L D E R. Shoulder. It's not Shoulder, Shoulder, <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but it, it sounds like Shoulder. 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 You'd probably change it to Jack Shoulder. Jack Shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> Moving along. <laughs> so from there, we're going to look at Hellraiser, which is. I know you're a big fan, Joe. I do like the Hellraisers. Are you talking about the one with, uh, what's her name, Terry Farrell? Yes. Yes. I am talking about the one for Terry Farrell. The one that didn't make any sense. No, it made no sense because one through three made perfect sense. Yes. That was when, again. This one did have Motorhead in it, so it was okay. Yeah, I, I give you, I give you credit. I, I give it, I give it, I give it an okay because Motorhead was in it. You know, Ace of Spades. You know, oh yeah, it's just, absolutely. You know, Absolutely, um, like one through three, good film, good films. I enjoyed them. And he, apparently, was Angela was the bad guy? Hmm? Was Angela the bad guy, or who was the girl? What was the girl's name? The girl's name in Hellraiser Four? N- no, no, I'm talking about the the main character um, from the first Hellraiser. That it was the daughter, the the daughter in that oh. she solved the puzzle box. 
She was in number two. Yeah, she was in. She was in number two. Uh, Linda. I think it was Linda. Was it Linda? I don't know. No, I don't think it was Linda. The the woman who was helping Frank reconstitute his body by seducing men into that attic in the first one. Her, her name was Julia. Yeah. Clive Barker originally wrote Julia to be the the main bad guy for the whole series, but everybody loved Pinhead. Well, I mean, he was awesome. Yeah, Doug Bradley was awesome as Pinhead. Um, yeah, and like the good the the daughter was that was Kirsty. She was the one that solved the box, and I never really understood what the Cenobites were because they were very opaque about it. You know, not opaque. Opaque's clear, right? But in this one, in the second one, then they turned it to the uh, to uh, Tiffany was the one that solved the box that time. Yeah, the autistic girl. Yes. The the second one the second one was really good. The doctor I thought that the doctor was creepy as AF. Oh yeah. And like that that was And how the hell did does Pinhead develop like like a moral compass in number two? I'm like he's a yeah. demon from yeah, hell. Yeah, yeah, he would, like he like knocked him back and then it saved it and then, you know and Yeah. Then he got killed by the doctor. Yeah, yeah. I mean they're No good movies. Uh like one, two, three, you're good. Right. Um it's that one. It's the one after three. It was number four. Well, right. But, you know, there are six more. Yeah. <laughs> you haven't know about it. It's got an extensive library. A lot of them went out there. Actually, fun little fact, Henry Cavill, besides The Count of Monte Cristo, one of his first early acting thing was in a Hellraiser movie. Oh, yeah? He was he played this nut job kid. Is is like, the, the devil's gone digital. Oh. Hellraiser world. Hell world. And I'm like, ah. This was is it bad? Wasn't there? Wasn't there? There was one. There was one in space too, right? That was the one. That's where they killed. They destroyed the box finally. Oh, that was okay. like that was like the going away. But then again, the final chapter turned into the prequel for the next seven. Right. Um. But no, yeah, the uh, Bloodlines. I think it was Hellraiser Bloodlines. Bloodlines wasn't a bad movie either. Like I like I'm saying, number four. No, number four, Bloodlines was the thing. Hell on Earth, that was the one. That was the one with uh, Terry Farrell. Yeah, so we're yeah. Ta- so we're talking. We 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 told everybody it wasn't. We were talking four. It's actually three. That's not good. No, three is the one with the um the nightclub. Is that the one? That's yeah, the that's the one with the nightclub. But it doesn't follow. Like, well, they stopped following the line after after. Yeah, uh, you're talking Terry Farrell. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. yeah, three is is the one. Yeah, so I, say, I, I don't know. I thought I thought in the beginning of this we said it was four. I thought it was four. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's the one with four, the nightclub. Four is the one in space. Yes, yeah, the one in space, and that's one of the few times where a horror movie goes to space and doesn't die. Um, so, yeah, three was the one with the nightclub, and that was the one that was bad. Yes. Yeah, that's what I thought. He was stuck in that statue. I, I, I don't know. We might have got it right in the first in the first part. I don't know. I'm pretty sure because number three. I know three. I remember it was because Pinhead was stuck in that. No reason why he was stuck in this like. It thing. was a piece of modern art. It was a piece of modern art. That doesn't involve crapping on a plate and saying, like, this is an exhibit at a, at a museum. Right. Like, no. He was stuck in this damn, like, pillar thing, and they made more Cenobites because they weren't making toys, so I don't know why they made more Cenobites. Well, they, they needed to make, they, they needed to refresh it. Like, you know, the guy that had the CD player. He was shooting CD. Yeah. He was a DJ. Yeah. And one guy was a camera guy. He yep. had a camera built into his face. Yep. The yep. one chick that smoked. Yes, she was the smoking chick. She was the smoking There's two smoking chicks. <laughs> There's the first smoking chick, which was infinitely creepier than the other one. Right. I think this one had the cigarette coming out of the neck, right? Yeah, the cigarette yes. was coming out. It looked yes. like a vagina. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, what was it? Uh, they had that one guy shooting fire. Oh, crap. Yeah, it wasn't, wasn't that the bartender? Yeah, it was the bartender. I'm yeah. like, yeah, how does this bar themed? 
Because <laughs> he was making flaming drinks. Yeah, oh, I get it. Yeah. That doesn't sound really demonic to me. Uh, so, yeah. Correction. Hellraiser 3. <laughs> not 4. And not 4. Um, even though, I mean, it's kind of close because he went to space. Yes. And that's another topic again. Um, so... <laughs> Okay, so going from there, we're going to go to the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Okay. Oh, yeah. Number one, good. Yes. Amazing. Toby Hooper. Oh, man. Awesome. Number two, it's okay. Yes. And then we introduce the third one. <laughs> um, with, De- with Dennis Hopper in a chainsaw fight with Leatherface. Am I wrong on this, though, Joe? What's that? Is it is it is number three the one with Dennis Hopper? Uh, number three. Are you thinking Viggo Mortensen? Yes. Yep. I forgot he was in that movie. Yep. Yeah. Dennis I, Hopper was number two. Uh, I believe so. Okay, I like number two. Okay. Yeah. That, I, yeah, I, we we established that. Yes, we yes. did. It's, but I'm saying there was a chainsaw fight in it, and I thought that was cool. <laughs> That's what I was trying to get the point uh, across. You know, juggling. Juggling, juggling chainsaws, fighting, fighting with, with him, chainsaws. attaching him to a bloody stump. Yep. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, I watched that movie a long time ago, number three, Viggo Mortensen. I mean, obviously, these actors don't talk about being in these films. No. But, I mean, like, it obviously gave you a platform, sir. Just acknowledge it, Viggo. <laughs> it's Viggo. <laughs> Not the Carpathian. No. That guy owns... <laughs> I want my hair to get that way one day, and I will actually go around walk to, walking around as Vigo the Carpathian. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that, that, it, it was a square peg, you know, in a, for a round hole in that one. It just, it didn't really, it didn't follow anything. And then, like, later on, like, the problem is, these, well, the, the problem with these, with these Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies are is, the early ones kind of like blend together. It's yeah. just a matter of like a different thing. The uh-huh. the one thing that they all have in common mm-hmm. is that like you can like like visual not visualize but you can the smell the smell yeah there's you're like there's it like, probably smells really bad yeah you're, you're like thinking to yourself like man this, oh, some this odor these houses <laughs> really really stink I mean. <laughs> Here's a jar of teeth. Here's a jar of teeth. You know, and the, you have raw chickens hanging everywhere. Yeah, it just you know, like th- th- that's the that's the creepiness that I like about you know. Oh, the Leatherface. You know, the whole fact that he's got human skin that is a mask. I mean, that's, whew. well, you know. Fuck, that's awesome. Um, okay. They, they kind of they kind of took that off of uh, what was his name Ed Gein. Well, Ed Gein. Uh, it's ba- uh, Ed Gein is Psycho. Texas Chainsaw Massacre and another movie that I'm, I'm it's eluding me, but all of them were based off of it. They, they actually came out and said, he, "Yeah, this he was one the guy. inspiration." Yep, he was the inspiration because he had mom issues and he had his mom's dead corpse that he dug up and kept in there. Yeah, it's messed up. Yeah, um, some people have problems. Yep. Now we're gonna go to one that actually scarred me as a kid was Child's Play, um, and that would be Child's Play three. Mm. You know what? You're uh, 
you're gonna have to go kind of solo on this one because I just didn't enjoy the first one. I did not like it at all. You didn't like it? No. Oh man. No, I thought it was stupid. Yeah. Um. They are now that I. But no, back when and I was. And there's little. like seven of those too. Oh, there is. There is. Um. But the whole premise is, I mean, if you don't know anything about Child's Play, it's about a serial killer knows voodoo. Yes. And he somehow transfers his soul into, into a doll. Into one of the good guys. A good guy's doll. Well, the whole premise is he can get a human body, but it's got to be the first person that he revealed himself as, as being who he is in this new form, is the only person he can put his soul into. And it, it was this boy that had bought the doll. Right. Um, that was the centerpiece on everything, even the magician that taught him that stuff, the, 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 the voodoo practitioner made it a point. So in number three, like he got totally messed up in number two. Like they like they dropped like all this melted plastic on him. They had to throw him in a vat of electricity. Yes. <laughs> he died. Like he there's no comeback. So they melted it down, then they made a brand new doll body out of him. Well, no, it wasn't a doll body. It's still it's still the same plastic. So they're like, oh, this little black kid, like he discovered who he was and they're like and like so he's like, oh, I got to take over his body now, and I'm like, no, you just you're going against the whole pro. I mean, I'm, at least you're going with it, but I mean, like, well, I mean, he had a new body. It wasn't. It was the same plastic, <laughs> but they reformed it. Yeah, you reformed it. I don't think voodoo has technicalities, Joe. I mean, they're like, well, I, I don't see the loa, which are they they uh, they worship in in voodoo, being like, oh, I'm so okay right here, appendix three. Yeah, okay, okay, so fine, yeah. Fine prince there. It's okay, it's good. You can, you can be that guy now. Right. No, no, it's just, it's because Andy aged out of the role because he was an older, he was older. In well, I mean, I mean, Andy aged out of the role, but I mean, they, like, used, like, they, in two different characters. Yeah. For the, for the thing. Yeah, exactly. exactly. So, right. yeah, Child's Play 3, uh, that's another one, like, just, Okay, just follow the rules. I mean, you set up the rules in these movies, and just—it shouldn't be that hard to follow. I mean, yeah, you got—you got a killer doll trying to take over a body of a child. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So going from there, Joe. Okay. We're gonna go to the Alien franchise. Uh oh. Are oh. we? Oh. Are, are, does this one have Winona Ryder in it? No, actually, it's the, one before it. Which one was this? This was Alien Three. Alien Three. That is the one that they went to the prison. Yes, this stinking pile of shit. (laughs) Okay, given aliens and alien. Alien is a great scary movie. It's it's like the one of the best, like space. One of the one of the best. Yeah, it's awesome. It's a good jumper. And then James Cameron decided to go in a different direction, make it an action flick, which made it even cooler. Right for aliens. Right. And then number three. The director gets this amazing idea. I'm going to make it a shitty movie. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to just trash this fucking thing. Oh, you know what? Uh, you know that badass uh, Marine and that little girl that you guys have known to love? Yeah, they died in their sleep. Right. <laughs> I'm going to bring Bishop back for five seconds. That's Well, they brought him back and he was like in pieces and then it had him talk for a second. <laughs> he was, yeah. Yeah. He was like, oh, cool, Bishop. Okay, now he's done. Yes. Um, yeah, no thanks. And then, you know, they, they had the only cool concept in this aliens was they introduced the fact that they could take over like smaller life forms. Like that one face hugger jumped onto that dog. Right. And, this and then is, they, and then it had like, it, it was not a, 
It's not bipedal. It's uh, what are they? Four-legged. Yes, it's a four-legged mammal that it takes over and then produces a four-legged alien. Xenomorph. Yes, that's right. Xenomorph. Yes. How dare I forget that? How name. dare you? Pronunciation. <laughs> um, so yeah, this one it just it didn't have the suspense. I think he was trying to go back to the roots of making it scary, but it wasn't scary. No. Like, they're, you're on a prison planet. I don't have any vested interest in any of these guys, okay? No. And, like, in, in the one guy that was supposed to be, like, redeemed, like, like the redeeming character, you know, the, the big, really black guy, he's like, come on! Yes. Yeah, yeah. I hated him. Just how he talked. He was just, his character was not interesting. Right. Um, but it just, it didn't, it didn't have the feel of the other ones. No. Just at this moment. We're, and we're not talking about jump the shark moments in a franchise, okay? What movie made it jump the shark? These are just, like, Things that just did not mesh with the rest of it. Just, they weren't like the others. Well, yes, they didn't. They didn't follow. They didn't follow the the you know the the franchise the way that you know it was intended. Exactly. And yeah, like you said, kill off the two most popular characters from the movie before. Yeah, yeah. So that was uh, so. This one was that one was uh, directed by David Finchner. Yeah, David and Finchner. It was it was uh, written. Written by David Giller, Walter Hill, and Larry Ferguson. So three people formed together to create a massive pile of shit. Were they all pooping in the toilet at the same time? Well, you know why the second one was so good? James Cameron. That's right. He's James Cameron. Yes. (laughs) Well, David Giller was one of the the story writers in it, too. Well, then how come come he didn't, like, see what worked? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I I just... He was like, I saw what worked, and I wanted to kill it to see if I could make something else work. Reminds me of somebody that was running Lucasfilms. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, yeah, those are, like, the iconic stuff from the 80s that we think that, like, these certain movies just didn't mesh with the rest of their franchises yeah well that one was in 92 well okay early 90s too yeah, yeah. and alien but, resurrection i thought sucked too oh yeah alien resurrection sucked and you know what really sucked alien vs predator uh yeah i had i had such high hopes for good that. action good action but i mean like alien vs predator i'm like i was i had been waiting years because right. they teased it in like in like video games and, and, and comics and stuff like that. Like, this is going to be awesome if they do this. They teased it in Predator 2. He had a skull a skull of a xenomorph in the ship. Right. But they were like, yeah, we're going to talk about the Aztecs or the Incas, and we're going to have it set on Earth, which I'm like, no, man, do it in the future. D- d- give me colonial marines involved in this too, okay? Right. But no, we do modern stuff. No. Well, you know, they had to make it relatable. They had to have a gang plot. They get a gang plot. <laughs> you know, in the beginning. And you got to have this extreme girl. I, I climb all the highest mountains in the world. Oh, are you? Oh, are we talking uh, Alien vs. Predator? Yeah. I, I, thought I was talking Predator 2. I didn't mind Predator 2. <laughs> right. Danny Glover, though. I mean, I think I... I just missed Arnold. I missed Arnold, too. But it would have been so much cooler if they had Arnold like come in. Like He, he was like, I dealt with one of these before. Or he would have been like, I told you so. I told you so, man. <laughs> Dutch. <laughs> you know, Joe, we should totally do an episode and like we could rewrite our own epilogues for these characters that they never re- – like, like, you know, like Dutch opened a B&B. <laughs> <laughs> they get to the chop of B&B. Uh, <laughs> but, hey, guys, thanks for listening to us on this one. Um of course, we're, we're probably missing some, and we will revisit this topic in the future. Um, again, you know, smash the like button, subscribe, join the battery pack. 
be a creature of the night this month and next month. Anyway, this is me signing off. You guys have a great night. Stay off the pipe. Don't forget to wipe.